you are about to experience a message from South Lake Church, a church who gathers together 10.30 a.m. Sunday mornings at Hometown Heroes Park in League City, Texas. And here at South Lake, it's about relationships with Jesus. And we do this as we engage, grow, and share Jesus in our community relationships. Make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Stay up to date with all that's happening here at South Lake Church. Well, I am Pastor Rob Bailey, and thank you guys so much for being here today as we conclude with spiritual gifts. Now, this has been a journey we've been on for the last couple weeks, and what I've heard from some people that they got a chance to fill out a spiritual gift guide. Has anybody here filled out this spiritual gift guide? couple people in the back there. Now I've heard, I've heard that when some people filled this out, it was quite difficult because you like the idea of being able to say that we've got threes on everything. All right. Anybody like those people who like to say that they can do everything there is on a, on a test? Really? Am I the only one raising his hand on this one? All right. There's at least two, three people that are honest about themselves. See, for some of us, we like to score high in everything because we don't want to hear that we might not have a skill that we're good at. But when we do tests, assessments, and use tools like this, we find out that God's gifted us, all of us, we're certain ones. Now, some people in this room are special because they have all the spiritual gifts, and I love them to death. But for some of us, when you take this exam, you might see that there's one or two gifts, skills, that really matter. And see, that's how God made you. And my condolences and love to anybody who took the assessment and were told you have no spiritual gifts. That is not what the test is actually saying. What the test is telling you is that as you're asked questions, how you feel about how the Spirit's working on you and where you strong at? You're not strongly too sure where that's at. So guess what the best place to be at if you don't have any uh, strong or dominant gifts? Where's the best place to be at? Church. Here with one another. Because maybe you don't see what the Holy Spirit's working through you, but I can tell you, others do. And this is why we come together. Now I was also excited to hear that some who took by the way, those are like, I've never seen this before. This is the children's spiritual gift guide. So again, if you're a parent who helped your kids fill this out, make sure they email to us, and we'll make sure we'll have it on their account so it's everybody's together. Well, I was, one of the things that was shared with me is that one of the mothers saw that all her children had a similar spiritual gift, hospitality. And I think that's one awesome but it also shows for that mother, those parents, that the love you have for others, your kids are seeing that, your kids are picking up on that, and this is how we all are as a family. So if you haven't had a chance, make sure to go to gdlc.org, click member login at the top of the website, and you can take the assessment. And we do have extra of these, so if you haven't had a chance to fill one out, please do. So why are we talking about spiritual gifts? I don't know about all of you. Life can be a difficult journey. And we go through those difficulties as we go through all the other things that are happening to us. 
it's good to know that we have a Holy Spirit who's with us, who guides us. This is what Jesus promises his disciples. And one of the ways that we know that Holy Spirit's with us and working through us is that the Scriptures and Paul promise us there are gifts that are made known that are shown. So I don't know what you brought, came here today with. I don't know what struggles you have on your heart or your mind. But I can tell you there's a Spirit working among us all. And that Spirit, those gifts, are meant to help you get through your day. But they're help, really there to help you grow the kingdom of God. Here at South like we say engage, grow, share. We say it again and again. Because we want Jesus to be made known in our relationships. You know the, who the real person making that all happen is? It's the Spirit. And we know that and we can see that by the different gifts that we, we live out in our lives. So we go to our text today. It's from 1 Corinthians. Remember, this is a church plant. You think we're all trying to figure this out. Imagine back then, they didn't even have a Bible yet. And they were gathering together. And they had a lot of dysfunction. Again, I'm not talking about people talking the sermons or maybe the sister of the pastor laughing at him. I'm talking about real struggles, real fights. People were suing each other. Yet, this is a church. And Paul's writing to them about what it means to be that group together. And what I love about going to Corinthians chapter 12 is before we talk about we have to talk about uh, chapter 11. Because Paul talks about the presence of Christ within that church. Through the body and blood of Jesus, he's made known through the Spirit. And as a church, if we don't have the presence of Christ, if we don't take time to remember his word, all this gift stuff that we're talking about doesn't matter anything. Because it's about building his kingdom for him. So last week we talked about how the church as a whole has special gifts the Spirit does. One of them was service. And we shared how for a lot of us, gift of service might have, you know, the Holy Spirit might have skipped over us on that spiritual gift. But as a church, as a body of Christ, we're supposed to serve together. Just those who really enjoy it, God bless you. For us that struggle with it, that's why we're all here. Another way the church together shows gifts is we prophesy. And I shared last week when I say prophesy, I'm not talking about, anybody remember, we're not talking about fortune telling. This is about sharing God's word, speaking on his behalf with people in our lives. Which means sharing verses, sharing stories, sharing your life about God's comfort and his love. And when you do that, you're acting as a prophet. Well, today's reading is now focused on not just the whole body of Christ, but each of us. Now, I use this word body of Christ. Now, whole church, what they mean is all of us together, all the churches, all Christians are part of the body of Christ. Now, Paul goes on, are any of us the same as the other person? No. Darwin's like, and Darwin goes, thank God, because I couldn't take two robs. <laughs> you know you were thinking that. Now, as a church, we're all different people. And Paul kind of then takes this metaphor of the body and says, what would happen if a body had more than two ears? Could it see? Could it smell? Well, let's face it, could it eat? What happens if your fingers start complaining about what your other body parts are doing 
and they're all not working together, can the body exist? No. It takes each individual part of the body. Guess what? It's the same as a church. For all those who know the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, 80% of the work is done by 20% of the people. Anybody heard of that before? We all know in work and business, it's funny how 20% of the coworkers get 80% of the work done. As a Chicagoan, we call that supervising. So that's really good work when I can have the other people do it. But as a church, it's really easy to just allow some people to experience what it means to share God's love. Really, it takes all of us. And that's what Paul's getting to a point here. Just as every part of the body has a purpose, each and every one of us has a purpose. Now, he calls out specific ways what those purposes are. You want to go there with me? He says, first, our apostles, second, prophets, third, our teachers, those who do miracles, gifts of healing, help, those who help one another, those of leadership, those who speak unknown languages. So with any body of Christ, now he's starting to show, as the gift of the Spirit, there are differences. There are some people that really feel comfortable going outside these doors and sharing their faith. If they see somebody in H-E-B, they're going to go just go talk to them. Why? Because they have a heart for it. That's apostleship. The reason why they're called the apostles is because God sent them out into the world, and that's what they did. They spoke on God's behalf. They encouraged people. They started new relationships. For some of you here, is that a scary thing, just to hear that kind of expectation? To meet new people, share your faith, start all these things? Yes, it can be. And guess what? It's okay. Because God, again, has certain people really have a love and a passion for it. They're called apostles. Prophets, which we talked about last week. This is something a lot of us all have an opportunity to do in our lives, is share God, our faith with those in our lives. And when you do that, you're not just speaking as David Newell, since he's right next to me. You're speaking on behalf of Jesus, of God, when you share that with others. So whether it is you're talking to your children, or to somebody you meet in your life, you're really speaking God to them. Now, some of us really like doing that, so we study and we develop it, and we have a lot of fun memorizing stuff. But again, we all are a part of that. Some who do miracles, which this is going to be an interesting discussion, we can pray for one another. And as we pray, it's amazing how God heals and does amazing things in people's lives. Some people have a heart and a trust and a no-nonsense thing about that. That's a passion that the Spirit works through them. That goes with gift of healing. Helping others. Again, serving there's some people that love to give of themselves all the time for others. And we give thanks for that because it shows us who matters more. It's not ourselves, but those who we help. We get to show and experience God's love to people by how we serve. I didn't touch on this last week, so I'll talk about it a little bit. And those who speak unknown languages. What we read in the New Testament is that people spoke languages some that people did not understand. Exactly what that means is a huge debate. It could be just languages around the world that people have not heard before, or it could have been a special language. But what Paul says, though, make sure that person who speaks in that special language has an interpreter. 
Because if you can't understand what somebody's saying, it's pointless. Which, I might be taking this out a little bit out of context. When we share our faith with others, and they don't know what it means, or they just nod their head and smile, are you really taking time to share your faith? Or are you sounding like a clanging cymbal? That's one of the reasons of the challenge right now for South Lake, for us, is you go outside these doors, just listen to people's stories. Get to know them first. Because when you start to share this love that you have, when a lady goes, where are you from? You can share, I'm part of a group that loves God because God loves us. And I'm just letting you know that he loves you. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts, but not let them show you a way of life that is best of all. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit guides us and shows us through these gifts we have of one another to go and share that love. And we do that together. Now here, after service today, there are tables set up here, and there's going to be some things under below the video link right here, talking about the different ways we engage, grow, and share together as one body. And you've take, if you've taken the assessment, you can take a look and see different ways you can use those gifts. And here's the fun thing. If there's something up there you don't feel like fits you right, but you feel called to do it, let's go do it. We'll have that conversation. So we're going to have members over here sharing their lives and what it's meant for them to use their spiritual gifts in different areas. So I encourage you after service today to go over there and take a look. But maybe you're somebody who has not filled out the assessment. You might be that one person saying, I took it 30 years ago and I am not changing. We actually have iPads and uh, laptops to help you take it today. Because again, if we engage, we grow, we share together, we've got to understand how the Spirit's working with us, one another. I'm going to leave with, leave with you today. This is from John chapter 17. Just listen to these words. This is from Jesus doing his, what's called the high priestly prayer. He's in the garden. This is like an hour before he's betrayed and arrested. This is what he prays. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. I give myself a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. Jesus' prayer to the fathers, remember that people like us will hear this message because of the disciples. And that we're going to be going into the world to share that message, to share that love. And his prayer is, as one body, as one, we do this together and share these gifts. And I can't wait to do this. Are you excited? Yes. yes. There we go. Thank you for taking time to hear a message from South Lake Church. And as we engage, grow, and share Jesus together, make sure to click subscribe on your favorite player. Way to stay up to date that's all happening here at South Lake Church here in League City, Texas.